Hi, hi everybody. This is Brooke Lazat with Dream Rec, and here with my buddy Ben Smith. And uh, we're here with our friends at NWCZ. I'm Eva. I'm Lisa. I'm Liz. And I'm Julie. And we, we are, are the, the Juliets. And you're listening to NWCZ Radio. You're surfing through another dimension. A dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming. Of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho. Existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. Yes, 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 brothers and sisters. <laughs> and yes again. Welcome back to the Northwest Convergence Zone where everything is groovy and it smells like a gravy. I think they only heard three yeses, but there were actually about ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yes, 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 Sounds me on a good night. Who do we come in with there? Who is that? What are we listening to? I don't know. Uh, what's that? What are you saying? Oh, DOA, the punk rockers from Vancouver. I should have known that. Duh. Love those guys, man. Hey, welcome to hour number two, Northwest Convergence Zone show. And uh, we've got a great hour number two. Uh, blessed and privileged to have in the one and only Ben Smith, who is the drummer for Heart. Yes. And lots of other. We're going to hear a lot about his story. And he's in a new band uh, called Dream Wreck, and they're phenomenal. And you want to stick around for that. So. Uh, actually, uh, before we get into that, I want to, uh, hip everybody to the fact that our third anniversary is coming up Mm -hmm. and traditionally we've had a big show in town where we've put together a bill and we invite everybody out and we have a really good time. Well, we're going to keep the really good time part Mm -hmm. and invite everybody out. We're going to do it very, very different this year. We're going to do, we're going to have... The Northwest Conversion Zone shows first ever live broadcast. Oh yeah! On uh, June third, Sunday night, June third, and we are going to have a revolving door of past guests, people who uh, have you know been on our show, who want to stop by and wish us happy anniversary, and we're going to take calls from you. Hmm. To the, the listening audience, write this down. <laughs> Phone numbers. One eight hundred Voxy loves you. <laughs> that's a different thing. That's yeah, a, no, that's a whole, whole different show. They we might lo- record that though. They would love that as well. But uh, no, our number, and I'm gonna give it to you now. We're gonna give it to you over and over. But it's two five three two five four five one one one. And on that night, we will field calls from those of you out there who um, 
we want to hear from you. You you think we we suck or you like what we do? Something that's interested you? Somewhere the, in between those? In the, yeah, all of that. We just yeah. want to hear from you. We want to. We, we'd love to hear have you call in and. Uh, but we'll don't just, be mean because I might cry or no. I might get mean back. <laughs> Depends on how many Jaeger shots Voxy's had. If it's live, bring them on. So we're excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a really good time. We're going to spend some tunes. We're just going to have a really good uh, two-hour session. We'll talk a lot more about that uh, as it gets closer. But I uh, want to start off with this uh, band Dreamwreck. And it is like an all-star band of amazing musicians. Yep. And they are just hitting the scene. You're going to hear a lot about this group. I promise you. Hang on. Here they are. Dreamwreck. name of the track is ordinary slave by a band that is brand new but uh you recognize these cats man these guys like your website says been around the block a few times there brooke yeah been a few we have brooke and uh, ben in with us the name of the band is dream wreck and uh welcome to the program guys thanks daryl Thank that's you. some phenomenal sure. stuff that's uh thanks. you know jazzy blues going down there i want to parlay that into uh, an announcement we we actually are in the works of putting on a brand new blues show here on the station uh starting in june on monday nights it'll be a live show and i, I guarantee you they will be playing some dream wreck on there nice you know uh 
driving in here today to the studio, I was listening to Steely Dan, and I didn't know I was going to actually hear anything even in that same vein today. You know, I mean, we have a lot of a lot of rock bands come in and yeah, and a lot of singer songwriters. But you know, when you start meeting the two together and then start you know taking it out. Nice, guys. I'm really looking forward to your offering here. Oh, thanks. Thank you for the offering. Oh, you are so welcome. <laughs> Passing the plate. Yeah, that, that's definitely know. the uh, film side of, uh, of our experience. Spent a lot of years and still writing for film and TV. And uh, often that's the feel that they want, something more underscore. Right. And, and, and tracky that way. You're carrying a theme yeah. along. Yeah, so it's a different mood than, you know, banging out in a funky groove because the band will get funky too. And this guy's the king of the, the groove. Ben over there? Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, Ben uh, Ben lays it down. I've known Ben for a while. I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that uh, Ben and I, uh, we've been in touch for a while, and I consider Ben a friend. We, we chat every night. He's a busy cat. He's a busy man. But when we get a chance, we usually stop and say hi. And uh, been in a lot of projects. This is uh, a different. This is different than anything I've heard you in. Yeah, that's right. Well, the interesting thing, like we were talking about a few minutes ago before we came on the air, is uh, you know Brooke and myself and the other guys that are in the Dream Wreck thing are like a lot of guys who play a lot of different kinds of music. They didn't come up just playing one thing. You play a lot, big variety of things, and you pick uh, the band that you want to have fun with at a given time. And this is the feel we're going for in this one, but. Brooke and I both came up in Seattle, you know, in the 70s, late 60s and 70s. And, you know, we sort of spread out after that. But um, I love that groove kind of funk. Funk blues thing is really fun to play. So, But, you know, I do a lot. We do a million different things. You know, we can play anything from super aggressive rock to super quiet. You know, just pick a vibe, and we can pretty much pull it off. So, you guys have been in some amazing musical situations in your life, playing with, uh, you know, amazing musicians in their own rights and so forth. I know that, but the people who are listening may not uh, enlighten them as to some of the uh, cool projects and bands that you guys have been in down through the time. But, Brooke, me, me, you go, Brooke. I'll go. Go, okay. baby. Well, go. starting at growing up around here in the. Uh, 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 late 60s and 70s, there was some serious music going on in Seattle. And, uh, uh, oh, back then, uh, I had a band called Bridges that uh, was under the radar, but we were we ended up doing a bunch of opening act spots. We did that first Marley tour. We opened for Bob Marley. Wow. Uh-huh. And, and nice. I, I haven't come down since. But <laughs> it's, uh, uh, <laughs> so we experienced a lot of great music. Mm-hmm. And just back then, you had to make it real. You had to play it. You couldn't just, you Where know, was that first Marley show? Uh, 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 Queenie, Vancouver, mm-hmm. Paramount here, um, Paramount Portland, and two shows each. Nice. And we did that Western wing uh, swing when they came down the uh, uh, coast. I, the I-5 corridor, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and then last 20 years, I've been in Los Angeles and uh, doing film and TV stuff. I've uh, turned into a session guy really through the years without trying to what be What are some of the projects you've worked on? Oh, did uh, stuff with uh, 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 Jennifer Hudson, uh, Leona Lewis. Did some stuff with Christina Aguilera. Uh, and then that segued into some uh, film work. The uh, producer, uh, those, that world, you get connected kind of through a producer right. who then uses you for whatever they have on their plate. I've got an idea for something coming up. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's talk afterwards. <laughs> he thinks he's a producer. <laughs> but uh, but uh, a, a character named Salam. Uh, 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 Salam. Salam. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm losing his name. Uh, Rami. 
And uh, wonderful, wonderful man, probably in his 30s or 40s, and uh, did all that work with Amy Winehouse. Oh, wow. And uh, I was introduced to him, and I ended up being his West Coast piano player when he would do projects in L.A. Nice. Uh, are you back here in Seattle? Yeah, moved back here last Welcome couple back. years. Welcome back, brother. Now, do you guys know a guy from Portland named Dan Reed? Yes. Yeah. Well, I work with Dan. Dan Reed Network. Yes. Well, now it's just Dan, and I'm his keyboardist, right. and we do Europe about three months a year. Look at you. Wow, that's and awesome. then this guy, yeah, Ben. I, tell ben, ben is the best, and we've been wanting to play together and have in sessions through sure. years. But uh, with him being as busy, he's as busy as you want to know. You aren't kidding and about that. When, so Dreamwreck is all about getting our, some of our old friends and great players together to be able to cut stuff and then play around the Northwest when opportunity presents itself. That's what I love about this project. It is some amazingly. <laughs> stellar and serious musicians it's like an all-star jam these guys coming together who have mass experience massive soul and just laying it down and it, it, i'm telling you go to a show and see these guys i can already tell you it's going to be magic ben tell us about your journey yeah i came up in seattle i was one of uh, a lot of musicians that came through garfield high school there there was an educator named clarence acox who helped a lot of us start to pull our heads out of the sand and and listen to a lot of stuff but uh he was instrumental for me. I uh, came up in kind of the sort of the funk and horn band thing in the 70s when a skinny little white kid could get a job playing drums with these great black bands, and there were actually gigs to be had. So a lot of us in those days were able to we really learned the gig by going around and playing a million clubs. Lots of dance clubs used to play four hours a night or five hours a night then. Instead of just one set, you'd right. do four or five sets a night. So uh, I started there and uh, started to work around the Seattle area. I worked with a few different bands here, including Kenny G back in the day before he got really famous. Anybody remember him? Yeah. He had a little more straighter hair back then. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Well, Kenny Gorlick, right? He's a great guy. And he's actually taking care of some really good friends of mine. There's a guy who got him going. This guy, Tony Gable, who's a percussionist who had brain cancer. And Kenny made sure he was taken care of. Nice. Kenny's really done some things for great things for some friends of mine but anyway uh i ended up moving to new york because i wanted to learn more about the studio recording business and you know how to really make a living doing cool projects there so i sort of worked my way up there i worked with uh i I may be one of the only drummers i probably am the only drummer on the planet who worked with nancy wilson the jazz singer and nancy wilson from heart (laughs) <laughs> so that that's a pretty I nice. think that, that's funny that's a funny little irony it's a good resume uh, yeah. thing. shows your range too buddy yeah right well I think the funny thing is we've done gigs with Hart and a lot of black jazz fans would come out thinking Nancy Wilson the jazz singer is going to be there <laughs> and we roll out with Hart playing Barracuda and they go oh different deal different deal <laughs> but uh, I played in New York and you know worked uh, my way around with a bunch of different people where I was on the road with Phoebe Snow who was yeah. a pop singer had some hits back in the 80s and you know played on uh, for Nancy Wilson stuff on Columbia, a couple records with her, and then uh, worked a lot with the guys who were in the Conan O'Brien show band. Those guys are all good buddies of mine, so we used to work Max, all... Max and the boys? Not, not Max, because Max. he's a drummer, right? He's... but the horn players, especially out of that yeah. band. Their guitar player is a guy named Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Vivino, who's a friend of mine from New Jersey. Yeah. But we used to play every kind of gig back east. Nice. The trumpet player and I and the trombone player used to do a gig in Staten Island where we'd play from 11 p.m. to 4 in the morning. You know? Nice. Wow. But uh, so, uh, you know, just like musicians everywhere, you work, you do your best to work your way up and find interesting stuff to do and hopefully get a chance to connect with different people. So the, the one of the funnier things about my career is I didn't play rock and roll hardly at all until I really started working with Hart. 
which started in 1994. They called me in to do a recording. But by that time, I was probably, I was in my, you know, early 30s and probably already played on 70 or, or 80 records for different people. And so, uh, because I enjoy recording, going on the road and playing the big rock show is fun, but what I love to do is play in the studio. You're done at an early hour, you get paid great, and you're home for dinner, which is fantastic, you know. But... Uh, and I'm spoiled to be even be able to say that, right? right you know, don't, yeah. don't don't get me wrong. I, I've had a I'm really lucky, and I, I, so I've been working with the within. Oh, my dog's in my pocket. Hold on. <laughs> Rover's calling. Yeah. So I've been working with uh, Ann and Nancy Wilson since 1994. You're in the Love Mongers, right? And also in Heart. That's right. So. And Ann also did a tour without Nancy that we did in the late 90s. And we did that, and then uh, we worked with other on other projects together too. Nancy, the who's the guitar player in Heart, was married at that time to Cameron Crowe, the movie director. Right. And so she composed all the music for Jerry Maguire and uh, Almost Famous and Vanilla Sky, Elizabeth Town, and I'm leaving one out. I can't remember what it is, but uh, she was kind enough to ask me along for that for that nice. ride. So I got to play on those movies wow. and. It's amazing. I also work for movie guys in Seattle and, you know, occasionally down in L.A. I'll go do something where guys are doing TV shows and ads and that kind of stuff. Amazing. Well, let's go into another song. We're going to come back and you can introduce us. They're not here, but you can tell us about the other members in the band. Perfect. And uh, Dream Wreck is the name of this uh, band we're talking about right here. This is titled, What Are We Working For? My name of the song is What Are We Working For? The band is Dreamwreck, and this is not available on any CD yet or anything. We're privileged to be hearing this. Um, dun, dun, dun. We're going to be listening. We're going to be hearing this on NWCC Radio more, though. I'm telling you, it's f- fantastic stuff. Now, tell us about the other two members in the band. You have Rod Cook and John Bayless as well. Yeah, that's right. Rod is an excellent uh, guitar player who plays in a million different styles with a bunch of different bands. At- you know, I'm not. I think he grew up um, in Auburn, 
but uh, he's known for playing with uh, a lot of people around here, like Vicky Martinez, and you know, lots of different acts around. I played the North. with Rod Cook at a at just a local blues jam before. Yeah, right, and he still yeah. does those gigs. Yep. You know, he'll lead a blues jam and let people up there all night. He's so natural. Yeah, Rod he is good. as natural as you want to know. Uh, I think I found a new co-host. I'm telling you, Brooks' voice. Oh, it's butter. <laughs> You're out, buddy. Brooke, can you come so here? Every, can you come down suckers. every week and just hang out with us? Yeah, third man out here. <laughs> I can finally join that Sunday night bowling league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and you have uh, John Bayless in the group as yeah, well. John is a great. He's a, he's a, a long, tall drink of water. He's a big, tall guy, uh, and uh, sings great and plays bass. And I've been working with John off and on. We played in club bands in the '90s around here. I took him out for. He came out for a tour with Ann in 1998 with heart and uh but worked around a lot i think john played with uh was it greg trip out of los angeles yeah yeah did that john tour. did that gig you were on didn't you guys did you guys play together on the, were you no, on that no not on that no, okay no but uh, anyway john has been, done a bunch of great stuff excellent saying we should do that tune we should hear that song hey bulldog next that is coming saying. next yeah he's great because no. he's a, he's the he's the singer of the he's the singer of the band yeah he's i a mean great uh, my kind of character thing i mean that's i'm i'm more kind of you know, spoken word almost. Right, right. And but when John sings, I mean, he's got a great voice. Now, when you guys, when all the four of you get together and you're in the studio and you're hanging out, take us briefly, you know, uh, as much as you can through the process of laying down a track. Does somebody start a groove and you guys all everybody comes in, or do you guys actually sit down and map it out? What 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 is that like with such? You know, you guys have such uh, an array of talent and just deep deep you know roots in the music and all different styles uh some bands couldn't do that it would be you know it'd be there'd be egos involved and stuff but it see i bet it comes natural to you guys and how, how does that work for you we, we all have so much experience i think the main thing we all realize anytime you go in the studio you got to be prepared first so you got to know what songs you're going to do you have to you know figure out exactly what style you want and try to fill out the arrangement in uh rehearsals mm-hmm. so you know, I forget who it was who told me, or maybe I read it somewhere, the Beatles rehearsed 100 hours for every hour they put together in a show. You know what wow. I mean? It takes a lot of work to really figure out how you want to. much. Yeah, they, they were exhausted. <laughs> they ran they, out of time. They were way, they were way too tired. They tired to tell. That's right. We so, like to play, but we're exhausted. So you go in, you go in ready, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to just forget about it and groove you have to be able to make music yeah is there a warm-up time where you guys just like just you know every just start playing and no groove? not really no? by the time they get to the levels right on everything we're pretty much ready to play ready to go so the key for our business lots of times is you get i thought we didn't do more than three takes on any song you know what mm. i mean you just go and you knock it out and then it's getting people to sh- you know getting times when everybody can do it and they don't have family conflicts or, right. or work conflicts right so um we were able to work at a great studio in Seattle called Clatter and Din that's run by our buddy Peter Barron, so he has an excellent room there. So there are no, you know, the technical stuff is completely together. All you got to do is go in and, and uh, relax and have fun. That's, you know, that's one thing I've really been focusing on in the last few years, especially I spent so much time trying to get things perfect because we always used to have to play with computers before they had Pro Tools and stuff where you could chop things up and move them around if there right. was a mistake or something. That... Uh, 
uh, I've really, you know, what's one reason I'm doing this band and that I think we all are is because it's just so fun to play. And we, tr- you know, it's important to remember that when you play, you can spend so much time trying to make things perfect. But uh, man, if you're not having fun, it's not worth doing. And it doesn't sound like fun. You know, right. it doesn't sound good if the band's not enjoying it and having a good time. Sounds like you guys are having a good time on these tracks. Uh, we yeah. like it. Really and, you know, does. that's our first demos. It's the first time we went into the studio for anything together with this band. So these are just, we're calling them demos, but. By the time we get enough original songs together, we'll end up putting you know some version of these songs. Because when did you guys actually decide to officially form this? It, uh, on your uh, Facebook, it says January first, two thousand twelve. Yeah. Was it a New Year's resolution? You guys got up like <laughs> I'm going to be in a new band. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. I got an idea for a band. It's called Dreamwreck. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think you and I started talking about it last fall, maybe. Yeah, or 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 the year before that, because with me being gone through the summer with the Dan Reed stuff, yeah. and then him being gone in the summer, we were saying, God, it'd be fun to be able to, you know, play around town, do things. And uh, uh, so that uh, it was either a year ago or might have been the previous year. Oh, time's going fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, it, it was fun to actually come. And then he suggested John right away. And and we had done some years ago. What was that gal's name? Anyway, uh, we had done something, and uh, it was just natural <laughs> as pie. And uh, uh, and then I didn't know Rod. I mean, he's kind of a local hero. Mm-hmm. People that know him love him. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't know him from Adam, and and I when I met him and heard him play, it was just smooth as silk, and I mean he's a one take, two take kind of guy, and I mean just so natural and melodic, and oh, and so, uh, uh, and then John and Ben been doing a lot of work through the years, and uh, so they fit together like hand and glove. Well, I know a lot of people are wondering, hey. Where can I go see these guys? This is some amazing stuff. That's correct. Well, you no, haven't no, played live yet. Well, Ben no. was saying that there's Jazz Bones. Jazz Bones? Jazz Bones. Jazz Bones. It's a cool little club. You have yeah. to come to Tacoma. You, That's a great when you guys, When you guys decide to start playing, you will have no trouble, and we'll help you, whatever, get you here in Tacoma. No, thanks, man. Jazz Bones, we'll hook you up with some some killer blues bands and stuff around here. And great. Jazz Bones loves to have a blues night as oh, well, yeah. so Not no cool. problem there. But you guys are playing live for an audience first time ever right this friday that's right and uh, i'll talk a little bit about that my boys school is having a fundraiser for scholarship uh uh gifts for students who want to be able to go there he goes to a school in seattle called billings middle school and so there's a fundraiser for that this friday at the neptune theater in seattle it's on 45th northeast in the u district and uh, so it'll be us and a really real eclectic thing there'll be a few different uh professional dance acts that'll be there and several bands and uh our band Dreamwreck will play at the very end of the night uh, we're gonna play we're, we will back up a jazz singer friend of ours named katie Bourne, who's gonna play two tunes and we'll play a couple songs just to to take it out and then uh, this great local funk band called stacks brothers do you guys know them oh yes uh-huh. yeah I, I, i've never heard them but i, I hear they're killing yeah so. i hear they're good they're very very good yeah they're gonna come on after us and uh have a dance party but we're, <laughs> we're probably gonna go on about uh, 20 to 9 for that thing at the neptune on this friday so that'll be fun now you guys you don't have a website but you do have a facebook page so right. everybody needs to go to dream rackets all one word D-R-E-A-M-W-R-E-C-K. We'll have it on uh, our NWCZ radio page. You can easily go over and click and like them. So then you can, uh, you know, keep up to date with what you guys... Because you're busy in this dream wreck thing. Uh, I know it's you guys are going to get out and play, but when you guys start 
you know, when heart starts rolling and other things starts rolling, it's going to probably take a little backseat, don't you think? Yeah, I think it is. But the good news for me is Hart won't be a Nancy, our guitar player, just got married yesterday. She got remarried yesterday. Oh, congratulations to her. Yeah, it's really good. Were you there? No, I wasn't there. Okay. But she got married at a very small ceremony with her husband's family up in Northern California. Right on. But I'm just really excited for her. But uh, the good news for that, for me, is that I'll be around a lot more this summer. Right. So I'll still probably play four months of the year with those guys this year. But uh, I'll be home on my birthday up for August 22nd for the first time in six years. You nice. Know, I'll have we'll <laughs> barbecue. Go, yeah. Wife at least. and kids. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Yeah. A nap and then a barbecue would be great. Yeah. <laughs> now, what is that like? I know a lot of people want to know this because uh, I think it just begs to be asked. What is it like when you go on? You go on tour and you play in front of huge crowds. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Hart with you playing. I saw the Piala <laughs> Fair. It's packed. Um, I was in Vegas when you guys were there at one point and it's just, you know, I mean the big crowds and then you come back and you play in some of these projects and you're talking about, Oh, maybe we can get into jazz bones and you know, we can hook up with this or that as a musician. Um, you know, does that, do you like that? Or is, does that, is that a weird transition for both of you to play in front of big groups and then come back and play in front of, you know, just a regular, you know, I don't know, hundred people, 200 people or less. Oh, it's all good. It's just making music. I mean, we're thankful to be able to and been making music all my life. And uh, it's a pleasure working with band. Dreamwreck is a, is a blast because they're just a, you know, a bunch of, bunch of old cats that are uh, uh, wonderful players. And hey, wonderful wait a people. second. <laughs> well, I'm the elder, see. <laughs> the elder statesman yeah, yeah. of the group. And Dan, we played with the Dan Reed band. We played uh, Donington. Mm-hmm. You know, and there were 92,000 people in front of us. Unbelievable. And then we come into another place that's a house concert, and there's 50. Yeah, beautiful. And, it, and it's all about just making music. I mean, that is music for us. That's why we're here. And I know Ben feels the same way. So it, as long as we're able to, you know, let it go and, 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 and let it come from the heart, uh, however many people in front of us can dig it is wonderful. See, and I think that's so important that a lot of the young bands and the bands that are like, uh, you know, really pressing it hard these days to try to make it, make it, make it. And it's and they get into these petty fights about, am I getting the third slot, the second slot? You know, am I going to get on this bill? Am I gonna, we're going to get into that club and all these, these kind of things. They lose sight and focus of exactly what you're talking about. Uh, if you love the music and you love playing and you love making music, it doesn't matter really how many are out there. And those that are out there, if you're loving it, digging it, and you sound good, they're going to enjoy it, yeah. and then word spreads. You just made new friends, and, and next time you see those people, they brought three or four people with them, and you know your crowd just quadrupled, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. If you Touching can, the guy with the, pushing the mop back there, you know? Yeah, it's like, you know, right. He was the only guy in the damn room. Right. Yeah. He was digging it. Yeah, hey, but for real, you know, the, the thing about playing a little room is it's immediate. The rush is immediate. You hear it really clearly in the room. If people are there, the energy comes back immediately. Right. You know, if you play a big show, it's, of course, an honor and a blessing to play with people that, that can draw that, you know, that can draw an audience like that. But the physical rush is not as strong. You know what I mean? You right. get nervous occasionally because maybe you're going to be on TV or you're playing for a whole bunch of people. But it's so much more fun for me to play in a smaller room with a band that I think sounds great. Right. And, you know, we're kicking it. So I love that. Well, let's go into another track. Uh, Dream Wreck is the name of the band, and this is titled Hey Bulldog.
I can't wait to I cannot wait to see these guys live. Uh, hey Bulldog is the name of that track. Dreamwreck is the band and uh, new it's a new band but uh, old faces not old in the sense that you're old but experienced faces. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about, right. Yeah, that's right. The no, diplomatic way about we, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. Nice dance. You did a beautiful dance. Thank you. It was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, just went around that and almost uh, dug myself a hole. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> now we have to. We I hate to do this because we we have to close up because uh, we have to move on. And I could yeah. just I could talk to you guys just for hours because I, I love what you guys do and you, you have such a uh, history in the in the business and music and everything. You guys have played with a lot of different people, but I'm I'm just curious in your in your life and in your your existence and doing all the things that you've done and played with. If there was one person or or a band or something that you could, even even if you know they no longer exist, this is back in history or whatever that you could join or you could play with for a night, and it, it would be the highlight. It would be just something you dreamed about. Who would that be? Oh man, I don't know. I was I talking. I was talking to a friend of mine today. We were recounting some of the bands we saw back in the you know back in the day but i remember seeing the ohio players man back in the 70s and yes. they were killing it <laughs> i they, their drummer was too good though i could play percussion next to that guy i would hate i would i, would, I, would, I wouldn't want to i would not want to not see him with that band you like know? look right. I'll, I'll i'll cover the congas and the cowbell man you yeah. just do your thing on the kit <laughs> i just okay. want to watch i just want to stand next to you and watch <laughs> so good those guys are so good yeah, yeah. they were great yeah another when when the, i mentioned the band in the 70s that i was in here in town bridges we we were managed by the people that owned the Paramount, Paramounts, plural right, at, the yeah, time. at the time. And uh, uh, um, so they'd stick us in front of any number of people, go up and play a half an hour in front of somebody. And the Ohio Players was one of them. Wow. And they were so funky. The other thing that was, the other band that was fun was Bootsy Collins. Oh, yeah. And we got to open for Bootsy. And I remember walking out, and we were a bunch of white guys with a black singer. And we would come walking out, open for Bootsy. And they didn't, there was too much stuff on stage, so there were no curtains. And it was a bunch of, you know, 13, 14 year old black boys and girls there to see Bootsy. And we come out for our opening set. 
and the lights are just starting to dim and you know i mean we're definitely the opening band and and i remember walking along and these whole bunch of pretty little uh 13 year old black girls sit down in front said you white boys better be good Yabba dabba dooza, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Uh, that reminds me of the story Buck Warnsby you told us about uh, ah. those guys hanging out, uh, watching all the uh, you know the from the, in the sixties, the late fifties mm-hmm. and sixties roll through, and they'd be up there in front, and same kind of deal. It's like you guys better know what you're doing. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, the Whalers were awesome. Did you ever play with Rich Dangel? In those I guys? did just in jamming, not in a band. Oh man, I did a bunch of gigs with Rich. He was like my older brother. He was an amazing guy. Yeah. A real fan of those guys. Buck plays great. That whole band was great. Their singer, Kent, Kent, Kent Morrow. Morrow. Yeah, he right? just passed away yeah, recently. what a singer. Unbelievable voice. He, he sounded so good. He was going to Vegas and doing a, a Roy Orbison thing. That's right. In between doing Whalers. Pat O'Day was uh, behind all of that. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't their, know that. They're kind of a co-production with those oh, guys. Oh, that's great. So. Yeah. Anyway, guys, Dream Wreck is the band. Uh, congratulations on the sound and what you guys have going on. And everybody, you can go out this Friday night to the Neptune, and uh, it's a fundraiser. You can see them lay down some tracks there, and it starts at 7. You guys go on a little later in the evening. But yeah, we're not going to play until about the 20 to 10, probably. And uh, so. keep 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 posted, man, because yeah. uh, like them on Facebook, because they will be playing around this summer, and you will want to see them. Yeah, definitely. We can't wait to come down here to Tacoma, man. And uh, any shows we can do together, we'd love to do it. Thank you, you know, very much for having us. You know we're going to have you down here. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks a million, Dave. Thank you a bunch. All right, you know, that's the first song that I ever received from the, our next guest. I so want an all-chick band now. And uh, <laughs> I, was, I was immediately hooked. I, I didn't know anything about them. I just got this email that was, you know, from this band, the Juliets, and it was it was just titled RCRG. And I, I was like, what? What I'm is this? And then you, then you listen to it. It's like, oh, it's the Rat City Roller Girls. <laughs> and it flipping rocks. <laughs> and uh, they're in the Aww. studio with us today. The Juliets, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having us. Thanks for coming in. That's a great track. We enjoy playing that on the station. And uh, I've become a big fan of your band. Thank you. And uh, you you guys, uh, you know, beautiful ladies, you get up there and you just go all out rock and roll. That's uh, that's what we like. I think that's amazing. How did you guys decide to, uh, you know, bands get together and, you know, there are females that front bands and then there's females that are different parts of the bands. But we don't get a lot of all female bands, especially you know, outside of the singer-songwriter type genre, you guys rip it up and rock and kind of have a sort of a little punk edge to you. How did you guys decide to go that route, get together, and uh, what was what was that whole process like in the beginning? 
Well, um, I was uh, I was doing a uh, benefit for it was called Imagine a Cure. Um, and it was out at the Snoqualmie Casino. And there were an enormous number of 50s, 60s, year old male rock icons as a part of this show. And I looked across the stage and it was a giant sausage fest <laughs> and the place was full and everybody was like oh ah, and i thought why why there's just a gender inequity all of these men are still considered sexy and relevant they've been rocking it for you know right. sometimes up to 40 years wow and and women our age are considered uh old news drying up irrelevant um, you know, put on your sweatpants and yeah, if you're not your, a teen yeah. sensation. Yeah. If you you're know. not, if you're not 22, mm-hmm. uh, and auto tuned and plastic <laughs> and prepackaged, nice. then, then, uh, the industry is not really very interested. And I said, well, that's just silly. And so you guys decided, Hey, and we hear this over and over again. From oh, we hear this a lot. Yeah. We hear this a lot. And I, I find it, you know, it's, it, it's sadly a true story. And, and I think it's great what you're doing because you're breaking that mold and image. And, uh, how has, how has the reception been for your group when you go out? Uh, I know one of, in your, in some of your biographies, you say, you know, jaws drop when you guys get up on stage because you're all dressed to the nine and i've seen the videos and i've seen the pictures you're all very stunning and you get up there and everyone's like whoa and then you just lay it down i i've noticed well i do i do like to arrange the songs to have really cold breaks in them where you're you just stop for a minute and we're still counting and then back <laughs> into it Be, by design because i like to see when we're playing a, a club that's noisy da, 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 things are going on and we take those those little breaks in the song and where it's just dry, cold, dead, quiet. And we're just looking at people and everybody's quiet. <laughs> you can hear the TVs going, you know. And right. and that it is something unique to the Ju- the Juliets have that where people other bands us. I've been they don't get that kind of attention. People you know? generally don't chat when we're playing. <laughs> And part of it is possibly because usually we're singing about something naughty or <laughs> or, or angry There's about something. There's a lot to or, look at, you know. Yes. Well, you go you go see a band that has one chick in it, on. and people are staring. But you know what else is there to look at? That's a one. But I mean, you know. But everybody, everybody, everybody There's a lot of beauty been, on stage. But everybody on. here has been playing for at least twenty years. Really? Everybody, everybody's been playing for at least twenty years. So, so you're it's all seasoned. It's all seasoned. It's not like a. It's not like a quick put together pop no, band no. or and, anything. And Lisa and I have musical theater backgrounds. I mean, we both we both did a ton of theater. I so mean, there's a lot is, of talent going on here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole point of putting together a, an all female band is to be taken seriously. Yes. And to and to not have to deal with so many of the things. And there have been down through the history. There have been some very popular all female bands. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when I I. Uh, in the '80s, I was a real big fan of like Bananarama and um, Go Go's and mm-hmm. some of those. And I love the Go Go's. Who, so uh, who do you guys, <laughs> who do you look to? You know, and and I mean, you can even go back to the Andrew Sisters, and you mm-hmm. know, there are a lot of cool all female groups that have that have graced the stage through history. Have you drawn inspiration from any of them? Or are you guys trendsetting? You guys are like, we're going to be our own thing and just march forward. Well, uh, Lisa is a huge fan of Ronnie Spector. And the mm-hmm. Ronettes. Yeah. Yes. Huge fan. Yeah. I and, love the um, Ronettes. 
Oh my gosh. The Foo Fighters. We, we, do. <laughs> we do. Those ladies are rocket. <laughs> they are some, that's a beautiful band. <laughs> no, really. I'm Adorable a big fan. band. No, the, no. The it was Fighters. a big inspiration yeah. for me. It wasn't a, a girl band thing. It was just like rock. You know? Just rock and roll. Yeah. yeah and we love Green Day and ACDC. And, yeah. And ACDC and, um, I mean, we, we do have a lot of male influences, but what you're supposed to do is blaze the trail yeah. and then lay down your coattails for everybody to follow you. Now, so. when you first... Uh, and form- Joan Jett and you know. Pat Benatar. Yeah, when you first formed and you uh, you developed your sound and you're like, okay, uh, now it's time to take it to the stage and you were approaching venues or clubs or whatever, did you have a... Did you, do you think you had a problem or was there a problem getting taken serious or were they pretty acceptive right off the bat of you guys? People are always willing to give us a first shot just from the novelty of it. Mm-hmm. They they pretty much always are. We just run the risk of being called Cupcake and Sweetheart. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. no. With the uh, wink. Hey, Cupcake, all right. <laughs> it's, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. It is because people are always a little bit too shocked that we're professional. <laughs> it's, it's always like, yay, oh, look, they're so professional. Like... You know, it's like somebody saying, well, you don't sweat much for you, a fat girl. Right. Like, you know, it's right. not, it's, oh, that's, it's the hug slap. We always, we, <laughs> how, how long has the Juliet's been together and how'd you guys come together? Two and a half years. Now. Yeah, about two and a half years. Two and now. A half. Well, I, I, I wanted to put the, the band together and then um, we actually have a, a, a drummer friend and I went to him and said, you play with everybody. I need like aces who are fantastic and, and fun to work with. Um, because nobody likes being in a band with people who are just a pain in the ass. Um, and he uh, sent me over to Lisa. And um, Lizzie and I had known each other for Long years. Yeah. We'd never been in a band together, no. but we've shared bandmates. Mm. And yeah. then and then Lisa found Eva. Yeah. Yay, Eva. Yay. Yay. Yay Lisa find. for finding Eva. Well, let's, uh, let's play a little bit. Sounds of, like a song title. Play a little finding bit of Eva. This song. <laughs> it's Finding Nemo. <laughs> we're going to play a little bit of this next song, and then we're, I want to come back and chat about it because uh, I, I find this song uh, fascinating, and I want to hear uh, your story about it and also what the reception's been like. This is titled Hooray, You're Gay. Hooray, You're Gay is the name of that track, and it's, there's a very cool video of it. If you go to their website, uh, Juliet's Band, is it Zoogle? 
Oh, it's so JulietteSpan.com. JulietteSpan.com, okay. Um, and then uh, you go into the Hooray section, and you can see the video there. It's also on uh, YouTube and everything. Very cool. I like this. I love this song. I think it's fantastic. And your musicianship is amazing. It, it shines. Uh, the guitars are awesome. I was actually going to say the guitars sound really badass. Yeah, badass. It's like Thanks. some ACDC <laughs> stuff going yep. on right there. Uh, now... <laughs> But it's, uh, you know, that uh, can be a controversial deal with uh, the Hooray. I mean, we're in a very gay-friendly area, obviously, up yes. here in the Northwest. But, the, you know, in certain parts of the country, that might not fly. But And I was just, I'm curious about it in the fact that, you know, when you penned it and you're, uh, you're putting it out there, um, what you thought the response might be, what the actual response was. And did you, did you feel like you were taking a risk or you were just like, who cares? Wow. That's so many questions. There's going to be a test later. Well, a <laughs> so, I, I mean, it, we are in a very gay-friendly area sure. for the most part in the Northwest. Um, but, I, I mean, I, both my parents have degrees in theater, and I was raised in the theater. So I never knew, I never knew a life without gays everywhere. And, um, and Lisa, too. I mean, both of us in the... Th I mean, it, so I, I was a teenager before... I found out that anybody had a problem with anyone being gay <laughs> and I was shocked by it because it's stupid. Right. So, uh, and now with the climate being what it is, um, there, uh, Stephanie Miller, the, from the Stephanie Miller show, mm -hmm. she came out in October and, or she came out in September and, um, and it was all over the news. Like it's some sort of big deal. Right. It's almost like, yeah, that's, I, I noticed that now, you know, with celebs that come out, it all of a sudden becomes like this it's big like a press, press event. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're gay. It should just be, it shouldn't even be news. No, it who just cares? It should be like right. whatever. Who cares? But I, I mean, when you look at the religious right, they are fighting it tooth and nail. Like they, like, like this is a fight that anyone can even have. Like um, your son's going to send them to hell. Yeah, but oh, please, like, <laughs> you know? well, or or any of they it. Just... I mean, it, my um, our our band friend uh, John Fugel saying he's like, if God didn't want, didn't like gays, he wouldn't make so many of them. Yeah, and, or it, it's it's, and I don't even want to get into a, a religious sure, conversation sure. about it. But what I'm, but it's just people hating on other people, people trying to oppress people, people trying to strip For people of rights. What's, is absolutely ridiculous. What's been the response? I know, uh, I'm sure in the in the you know in, in the gay community, you know, put quotes around mm -hmm. that. It's become anth you know, like almost like an anthem. I'm sure they dig it, they love it. But ha have you gotten uh, feedback from people that it shocked you or surprised you? No. Oh awesome. no! <laughs> Everybody loves it. No, and I was so sad because I thought you, <laughs> you know, were gearing the, up for a we fight. We could really well, take off if we, somebody <laughs> would, if the if the Westboro Baptist Church would just protest. <laughs> yeah, we we wanted some picketing in front of our yes. venue, oh. you know, so that we, we have want, some cameras. And I know. We want those people. Picket like, your shows. Come on. And oh, all come on. Oh, whatever. Yeah. No, have no. you sent we them a single? We could stage a protest. Just send them a single. I <laughs> tweeted them. I tweeted oh. all the gay haters. I, I tweet. <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, I'm I very political. Are you no? open for marketing? Because I'd like to hire you. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I fly the F-bomb a lot. Well, we're on the internet, so you can do whatever the fuck you want to. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I want to remind everybody that you can catch the Juliets in action on May 20th at 88 Keys. Uh, also, July 18th at Big Owl's Brewery. And in August, they will be at the Taste of uh, Music in Snohomish, correct? Correct. And yeah. we're working on getting you to Hell's Kitchen here 
in the Tacoma area yeah. at some yes, point. Yeah. At some point. Or somewhere in Tacoma for somewhere crying out loud in the night. It's going to happen. Um, really uh, lovely venue here. But, yeah. uh, let's talk about the, uh, you have a, uh, a pledge music drive going. You're working on a full-length CD titled Clutch the Pearls. Clutch them. Tell the people about, because this isn't Kickstarter, it's kind of like a Kickstarter, right? It's but, exactly like Kickstarter, yeah. except it's not Kickstarter. Exactly. It's called um, Pledge Music. Well, and Pledge Music has like a, a nice little bent in that uh, a portion of the money that's raised goes to a charity. Nice. And so okay. uh, a portion of our pledge drive will go to Water First International, and they provide uh, sustainable water projects for the poorest of the poor villages. They build wells, they mm-hmm. build toilets, they, they save lives, and they emancipate little girls from a lifetime of carrying water. Water. Right, yeah, I saw your little video clip yeah. on it. That was very cool. That's rad. So, yeah, they're wonderful people. So how can people uh, pledge, and, and what are some of the things you guys are offering for them? I, you know, It all comes with incentives and stuff. And It does. We have um, signed drumsticks and signed lyric sheets. And You'll write a song we'll for somebody? Write a song for yeah. Yeah. Eight, by, eight by ten glossies. Eight mm-hmm. by ten glossies. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Come we'll perform. play your house party. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, so check it out. Uh, what's the link on that? Do you know? I mean, it's on your website. Pledge, music, Pledge music. Hit the search deal. Yeah. Type in Juliet's. J-U-L-I-E-T-T-E-S. Right. It's just that simple. Jul- and you can follow the link off of our website. Just click their picture or their name. It'll take you straight to their webpage. It's uh, very, very well done. I think uh, you guys do a fantastic job on that. That's I, all Liz, I like all the pictures. I like all the pictures of money, too. <laughs> um, I'm down with the money shots. I think it's cool that Liz somebody's... so humble every time. I, I think it's cool that someone someone has uh, jumped... You know, not someone. And lots of people have, but they're jumping away from the Kickstarter. You know, everyone's all Kickstarter, burnout, blah, blah, blah. And I just saw this Pledge Music this past week myself, and I went, hmm, maybe we it's might go deal. towards this angle because... It's more than just us. It's you know. It's like you know. What do we care about? Let's let's attach this to this whole project. And yeah, yeah it's like pretty cool, people. ladies. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's go into another track. This is uh, we're we're talking with the Juliets and they rock. And this is a song titled "Stupid." TV. I don't wanna love you. I don't 
All right, you want to hear the rest of that, you got to tune in to nwczradio.com. We play that. That is Stupid by the Juliets. And uh, you can go see them again on May 20th at uh, 88 Keys. Also July 18th at Big Owls Brewery. And then in August, they're going to be playing Taste of Music in Snohomish. Uh, on your website, we have to wrap this up because we got to get moving, but I noticed that um, you guys have shared the stage individually with some very big names. you mind if I share those? Oh, please do. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Hold on, folks, because this is impressive. Uh, Pat Benatar, members of Yes, Journey, Queen, Heart, Bad Company, The LaBelles, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's awesome. The Cars, Foo Fighters, Brad, War, uh, and The Hooters. That's an amazing lineup. The Hooters. Well, not just them, but uh, Lisa is Lee Oscar's bass player. Really? Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That mm-hmm. is. I, I have She's one harmonica. Yeah. And it's a Lee Oscar harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. We have so much in common. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's so impressive in, in the fact that, uh, you know, uh, you, being around, you know, you, you you ladies are super talented. It shows in your music and, and you know, we it's just it's phenomenal. But when you're around, you know, that talent even of that level and you just you soak that in and you experience that and everything and bring it to your show and, and into your repertoire, it really shows. I mean, I haven't seen you live. I've seen your videos. I hear your music and I can tell you're having a lot of fun. But you're serious at the same time, and you're great musicians, and I, I applaud you on that. I think it's phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thank I'm looking you. forward to the full-length uh, CD. Everybody help them out. It's called, the, the title of the CD is going to be Clutch the Pearls, right? Yeah. Yes. So, so, can I just have a shout-out? Um, yes. That, that last track, Stupid, was written by Eric Bazilian from the Hooters, and he oh. gave us uh, several tracks on the album. for Nice. For, yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, so help them out. Help the Juliets out. Clutch the pearls. Go and pledge on Pledge Music. Uh, and uh, also go see them live. And let's be big supporters of these uh, these gals because they, they rock it. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a big fan. I agree. And uh, I, I want to thank you all so much for coming in. And we will be out to see you performing live soon. Awesome. Thank you. Look forward to it. Thank you. Wow, wow, wow is all Fantastic. I can say about uh, those ladies, man. Beautiful ladies. That was the best this studio has ever looked. Ever. (laughs) Ever. Ever. Uh, If we could have just, you know, uh, framed them on the couch right there and just... Yeah. Just to make them up. a standing fixture. Yeah, we, would have, we would have had to move Eva over a little bit just to, to put her in, but they all needed to be there. That was gorgeous. And beautiful souls and awesome music. So thank you so much, ladies, Talent for coming in. Fun and beauty. Right on. Well, you know, we were talking about earlier uh, about how we're going to have our live show on uh, June 3rd. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, we've got a live show on Wednesday nights. Yes. Voxy came in here on this last Wednesday night and graced us. It's because it was your birthday. Yeah, and you know what? We've also gotten a lot of crap over the months and years of not ever having any, uh, you know, tunes or anything. So we we actually have something now that we the big wheel did. What? And uh, Wonder Boy's got it. What do you got? We're there? gonna go out with this? Or I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll see about it. We only have like a minute left, anyways. Let's so. go what out. Are we with ta- it. I'm, I'm totally confused. What are we talking about? The track is "Enter the Rock Pit." Nice. Uh, and when is when can you hear that? Wednesday nights at, at 8, 8 p.m. Pacific Stoner time. Yeah, way to cross promote, buddy. Sweet. <laughs> I got Matt Sater coming in on Wednesday ding, ding. night Love for it. the Mika Denoche Argonaut Lozen and Apache Chief show down to the new frontier on friday night love it love matt and uh, love your show all right everybody that's it in uh northwest conversion zone show we are where all things come together right double d 
You stole it. Just I like did. Boxy <laughs> did last I'm night. I'm Big D. I'm Boxy. I'm the giver. I'm Double D. Squeeze and Wonder Boy, we all thank you. We'll see you next week. We're out of here.